policy that is helping parents get to where they want to go versus policy that, that may be, uh, you know, just over outright overruling parents. Open the gates to opportunity, success, and prosperity for all students in Florida. 60 plus years of misery that we've endured. Uh, there isn't a day that doesn't go by that I don't think of it. From the fourth floor of the Capitol Rotunda, you're listening to WFSU Public Media's Capitol Report, the podcast. I'm Tom Flanagan. Among today's Capitol action, Governor Ron DeSantis still hasn't signed a controversial social media bill aimed at keeping minors off online platforms. Tristan Wood reports that legislative leaders are remaining tight-lipped about negotiations going on behind the scenes. The measure would ban those under 16 from accessing social media. It has been House Speaker Paul Renner's priority this session. He says that he and the governor have discussed the bill, but would not give more details. We're still we're still working together and working well. So, and, and what, can you elaborate on that at all? When I can elaborate, I'll elaborate. We, we are working well together. So. What do you- the governor has signaled he would oppose the bill, citing concerns the legislation doesn't give parents a say in choosing their parents' social media access. He also says he is concerned the bill would be subject to legal challenges. You've got to strike that proper balance uh, when you're looking at these things uh, between uh, policy that is helping parents get to where they want to go versus policy that, that may be, uh, you know, just over outright overruling parents. If DeSantis vetoes the bill, Renner and Senate President Kathleen Pasadomo could work to override it. A Republican-controlled legislature has not overridden a veto made by a governor in their party since they took control in 1999. The House already has the two-thirds support of its members needed to overturn a DeSantis veto. The Senate has four votes short of that. Pasadoma would not say whether she would back an override attempt. I think the governor and the speaker are having conversations, good conversations about about the bill, and uh, I support the speaker and his initiative. I support the governor and his thoughts. Uh, so, you know, if, if they can come to a good compromise, I'm all for it, and I'll help them in any way I can. There is also another possible outcome. DeSantis could allow the bill to become law with the agreement the Senate will take up another bill that would allow those under 16 to use social media with parental permission. The legislature can overturn vetoes no later than the end of the regular session on March 8th. I'm Tristan Wood. Legislation that seeks to prevent the unhoused from sleeping in public places is poised for a final vote tomorrow in the Florida House of Representatives. Under the bill, local governments would be able to designate certain property for sleeping or camping. Such areas, which could only be used for one year, would need access to such things as restrooms and running water, have security, and be deemed alcohol and drug-free. State Representative Sam Garrison is the bill sponsor. We're not going to have our public libraries. We're not going to have our city halls. We're not going to have um, our public roadways. Our, everything from the sidewalks across the street turned into de facto homeless camps. We're just not going to have that. Critics, including Representative Anna Escamani, feel the bill could simply reshuffle the locations of people who have no homes. We have to have compassion, realize that these are complex issues and This bill doesn't address the nuance. It just says we don't want to see it. Residents or business owners would have standing to file civil lawsuits against local governments for allowing illegal sleeping or camping on public property. 
the legislation wouldn't provide state money to cover the costs of the temporary locations. A similar Senate bill is also ready for consideration by the full chamber. High school dropouts in Florida could get a second chance at a higher education. There's a plan that lawmakers in the Senate are getting behind. And as Adrian Andrews reports, it provides free rides to college. The Florida Senate has passed a proposal that would create a special grant program called GATE. The acronym stands for Graduation Alternative to Traditional Education. The program would fall under the Department of Education, and it gives high school dropouts a free ride to any public college without needing a GED. Vero Beach Republican Senator Erin Grawl is sponsoring the bill. She says the program would be the first of its kind. Students who have withdrawn from high school have far fewer post-secondary and financial opportunities than a student with a high school diploma. Students who participate in GATE can also join a career center at no charge. The bill requires participants to be between 16 and 21 years old maintain at least a 2.0 grade point average, and finish any coursework within three years. Some Floridians have raised concerns saying the bill is too lenient, but Senator Grawl says, It is our responsibility to ensure that every student has the tools, resources, and support they need to realize their full potential. The measure is nearing passage in the Florida legislature, but still needs the House's approval before going to the governor's desk. I'm Adrian Andrews. The Florida House today unanimously passed a bill that would provide $20 million to compensate victims of abuse at the shuttered Arthur G. Dozier School for Boys in Mariana and another state reform school in Okeechobee County. Men who were abused as children at the Dozier School watched from the House gallery as lawmakers approved the measure. James Harley DeNike, who was sent to the Dozier School in 1964, says he wanted closure. He and others have been coming to the Capitol for years to seek legislation. Sure, we'd like to have a little something for all the 60-plus years of misery that we've endured. Uh, there isn't a day that doesn't go by that I don't think of it. You know, it doesn't remind me. The beating I took, hey, I hope this is it. The bill will go to the Senate, which is expected to pass it in coming days. The Dozier School was shuttered in 2011 after 111 years of operation. Researchers have found remains of dozens of students buried at the site. Our regular Capitol Report correspondent, Sir Adrian Andrews, Gina Jordan, Lynn Hatter, Regan McCarthy, Margie Menzel, and Tristan Wood. Shows are available Monday through Thursday by 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, wherever you get your podcasts. On many of these Florida public radio stations, you can tune in each Friday to catch the latest on all things happening at the Capitol. That show's also available in podcast form. Technical assistance comes from Taylor Cox, and I'm Tom Flanagan. This is Capitol Report, the podcast from WFSU Public Media.